Welcome to Extraterrestrial Reality. Uh, upcoming in June, there's uh, the House Oversight Committee is planning on meeting with, uh, actually speaking with some pilots, hearing from some pilots, and we found this out uh, because during a recent town hall uh, online, uh, Representative Tim Burchett, uh, who's interested, who, who's been stating publicly now for a while that uh, there is a cover-up and he thinks that it's time for the American people to know the truth about the... Uh, what's behind ufos and who's operating them and and he and he and, he, and he's very uh steadfast in his belief that there is a cover-up and it's time to end this cover-up uh during this uh, recent town hall on may 9th uh so one, one of the question uh, a question was posed to him by a twitter user who goes by the name of bro dog 42 and uh, he actually published the audio of this on, on twitter and uh, i will leave the link so you can listen to that audio but i'll i will read what the question is and how burchette responded to it it says uh i got to speak directly with representative tim burchette today about uap my question can you elaborate on your efforts to lead a uap related hearing with the house oversight committee in june and if you have considered requesting the director of ATIP, Lou Elizondo, to testify in addition to pilots and other military personnel who have encountered UAP. And uh, according to Brodog42, uh, it's uh, Congressman Burchette's full response. Yeah, Luis is a buddy of mine. You may or may not know that. He's a good friend of mine. And right now we're sort of in negotiations with the speaker. And he's the speaker is uh, McCarthy. And he's told me, and Chairman Comer, Comer has both told me that we will have hearings on this because they agree with me that it has been a cover-up. And I think in the first meeting, it'd be very important that we have the pilots in there and just let them talk because we've given them this opportunity so it won't put a blemish on their record and being the opportunity for them to talk because, of course, there's not that whistleblower protection that uh, uh, is out that was signed into law as part of the uh, 2023 uh, defense spending bill so they don't have to worry about that anymore anyway continuing with uh, Burchette's comment and so that's where we're going to be heading first I think and there will probably be probably be a series of hearings I predict because it will be international news uh, I suspect because we've got these sightings and they're in military installations and as of last count officially we've had over 13 near misses with our aircraft and have something in our airspace that we do not control and we do not know where it's from whether foreign or elsewhere to me is very telling and the fact that this country has continued to not trust its people and not put out the truth when they do have the truth to me is kind of scary so yeah we're going to keep pushing it and I'm not going to give up on it until they run me out of here uh, oddly enough there's probably one of the things i get the most flack over but if you poll the populace it pulls pretty high so it's across the board too people don't trust the government and they like to know what's going on with this thing because this is past the stage of being a phenomena it's uh it's just well it's just well known we have physicists and scientists and navy pilots and air force pilots who swear they've encountered something so yeah we're going to get on it and i think and i thank you for that question uh, so uh, again, I'll, I'll leave a link to this uh, uh, to, to to this uh, thread that Bro Dog started, where he talked about this. You can actually hear the actual audio where Bur uh, uh, Tim Burchette is actually making these statements, and actually Burchette is among uh, a handful of Congress people uh, for a while now who have been open about who have been talking about this, who want to seem to get to the to the truth. It seems like Burchette has been more outspoken about it more recently. 
uh, I lost a little faith after the uh, the last uh, Senate uh, committee hearing on this recently, where uh, Sean Kirkpatrick, Dr. Sean Kirkpatrick, uh, the the director of Arrow, had uh, stepped up to the podium and basically basically downplayed the entire thing, and and from what a lot of people believe was just a bunch of lies, and uh, so. We're going to have a hearing. Now, I did check the calendar for this House Oversight Committee for June. I went online, and there's nothing scheduled yet, so we don't have a date uh, on when this first hearing, what he, like Burchette says, that they, he wants to have a hearing in June with pilots. Uh, so it's not scheduled as of yet, as far as I could see. I can't find any date on there. And then, of course, he, has, he said he wants to, after that, he wants to have further hearings. Uh and that would be nice. Of course, you know, the pilots shouldn't have to worry because, I mean, if they're protected by this whistleblower language, then they shouldn't have to worry about any kind of repercussions or any legal entanglements or anything like that. So it'll be interesting to see what these pilots have to say. So this is pretty big news. And uh, I guess it's another step forward to finally getting to the bottom of this, to finally getting to the truth, right? But again, like I always say, I mean, we could avoid all of this. We This could all be avoided, you know, if we just... Uh, uh, you know, if, if this secret control group would just, they should be the ones coming out and testifying. These pilots, they have no idea what they're seeing. They're, they're, they could come out and testify and say, hey, look at, there's these objects doing things that are running rings around our aircraft. We have no idea what they are, but they're not going to have the actual evidence to be, to be able to say, well, this is, uh, we have the proof that it's extraterrestrial. No, they don't, because that, again, that gets buried deep. In, inside into the into the control group that's behind the scenes uh, keeping the secret for all this time so but again it's still uh, you know you have to be uh it's something you know it's better than nothing i mean there was a time you have to remember when there was absolutely no congressional hearings about ufos there was nobody stepping up to the plate to talk to con uh, congress about ufos now we at least we have something i mean it's we're moving forward uh I can't. I. I. I'm still not calling this a slow disclosure. I feel like right now we're in a position where Congress is going to have to push this. They need to push this. They need to push because otherwise this control group does not want to give it up. Otherwise they would have given it up already. I mean, why? Why? Why do we have to play this game? Because there's a control group that somehow was authorized at some point in the past to keep to to uh, maintain this secret, to, to to keep the lid on this, to keep the reality away from the public. It's time to. It's time we move forward. It's time we move forward, and hopefully, maybe this this hearing, these this uh, hearings, I guess, actually, we'll start off with some a hearing with some pilots, and then maybe after that, we'll get some other hearings with some other officials who want to go on the record, uh, and hopefully, these hearings are not just closed door sessions. I don't, you know, that's. I, I want some stuff to be talked about. I want some important stuff to be talked about publicly when it comes to UFOs. That would be a lot better. So hopefully, uh, Burchette and uh, and hopefully it's a bipartisan effort. I would I like to see both Republicans and Democrats, uh, you know, try to push this because it should be a bipartisan. There should be no politics when it comes to UFOs. There really should not be. Uh, this should be a bipartisan thing, and it and it really this this slow disclosure that that started on started back in 2017. It it's it has been for the most part a bipartisan effort, and we need to maintain that. It, need, it needs to stay that way. So anyway, uh, yeah, let's see what happens. Uh, we'll see what happens at this hearing. I, I when when I when, when there's a schedule, when there's a date that comes out for sure. Uh, you know, of course, uh, I'll talk about it on on my show here and. Uh, 
And of course, we'll definitely if it's if it's going to be broadcast. I mean, if if something like C-SPAN is going to show it, of course, I'll I'll uh, definitely provide it on my on my channel if, and and talk about you know criticize critique it you know as as it, uh, after it's over. So that's something to look forward to. I, I can't. I'm, I'm looking forward to actually hearing people. I rather after the Sean Kirkpatrick disaster uh, that was in the Senate committee recently. I mean, uh, I, we need something to get wash that taste out of our mouths. The the the, the taste of lies, right? We need something to wash our, our mouth. Hopefully, this right. Well, this this these pilots testifying will serve as as that mouthwash to get rid of that rotten taste, right? That's still lingering. It's still a malingerance. Uh, so I can't wait to see it. I can't wait to I can't wait until this hearing comes around. It should be uh, very interesting. Anyway, uh, we're going to take a quick break and we will be right back. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mmm. What flavor are you holding? Now open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. Okay, we are back. Uh, I want to talk about uh, some of the. I, I want to go over some of the comments that I I received from uh, my followers on Spotify as well as on YouTube. I received a lot of great comments, and uh, and and actually it was suggested to me by one of my followers on Spotify uh, because I recently I did I had an episode where uh, at the sec at the at the latter half of the episode I I, I did a rundown of I, I run these polls on Spotify and I did a rundown of the polls that I that I did and this one of my followers B train zero zero three one three one suggested or stated I liked the rundown of the polls at the end I think it would be cool if you did an episode going over some of the more interesting Q and A replies left on here Spotify as well as some comments on YouTube. Uh, so yeah, that's what we're gonna do here today. Uh, I'm not gonna sit here and read all the all the ones that are praising my channel. You know, I'm not gonna be. You know, not, here's one today I received from Cosmic Wonderer. This man is absolute legend. We need this channel and podcast more than ever. Thank you. Well, it's really nothing. <laughs> I'm not gonna sit here and read the, though. I, I do appreciate those comments. Don't get me wrong, right? But I'm not gonna sit here and and read those off because you know that's just. You know, don't be so modest. Uh, but no, there's there's a lot of great comments here, a lot of different things. We'll, we'll start here uh, on uh, YouTube. Now, I recently just did a, my most recent podcast was Evidence of a Mile-Long UFO Mothership to Revealed by, by Scientific Group in July, and I've received some comments on that. Uh, there was a comment here I received from David Wartsky. It says, uh, you know what, Jim? Something weird just occurred to me. Everybody has been saying how birth rates are down, testosterone levels are dropping, and that we may be headed for a population collapse. 
Sure, some of it is economics with China, for instance. Uh, and China, for instance, is currently suffering from their disastrous one-child policy that ended years ago. But that doesn't explain why, during the past 50 years, human sperm counts appear to have fallen by more than 50% around the globe. Now, this is a stretch, so I wouldn't put too much behind it, but during many alien abductions, the aliens seem to be studying human reproduction. Betty and Barney Hill, for example, reported that the aliens took samples from them. Lots of other abductees have reported similar experiences. So, is it outside the realm of possibilities that aliens might be responsible for our declining birth rates? I mean, how difficult would it be for them to put something in our atmosphere, chemicals that might lower our ability to reproduce? And they could do it gradually enough so that we really wouldn't notice it, uh, at least not for a while. And once the population begins to collapse, the human species will slowly be eradicated. Maybe that's how aliens plan to get rid of us and take over the planet through gradual sterilization. Just a thought, but hey, I'm probably way off base here. Makes you kind of wonder though, doesn't it? Yeah, it does make me kind of wonder. So basically he's, he's saying this because during that podcast, if, if anyone, for those who have listened to it, uh, I was talking about the... The possibility that what's happening on this planet is a colonization. Their aliens have been colonizing it for the past 75 plus years uh, since the great UFO wave of 1947 when it seems like they showed up in force and basically this has been a slow colonization and I suggested that even perhaps uh, they're working toward a, an end game where at the end of work they're, they're going to get rid of us and you know maybe they'll they'll, they'll use some sort of a, a psychotronic technology to actually have us all traipse mindlessly into motherships where they'll fly out over over the ocean and just you know press a button and the floor drops and we all just drop in the middle of the ocean and just you know become fish food I mean, we don't know. I mean, again, a lot of people out there say they know everything about aliens. I don't. I, I know they're here because I saw, I, I've, I've encountered one of these beings and I've seen one of the craft, like I say, just about every podcast, I think. I think I say that. Yeah, probably every podcast. So I know for a fact. Uh, but we don't really know what the end game is. We don't even know how, we, we know that there's all different types too. That's another thing. I mean, it seems like the prevalent ones, the ones that are behind the abductions where the, are these greys and reptilians and, and praying mantises, but there's all other kinds of aliens that people have seen, people have reported. So it's not just those, but they seem like the prevalent ones. They seem to want to be the ones behind the scenes, you know, up to no good. Uh, there was a, a response to David on, on this comment, uh, says uh, from fact or fiction or fiction or fact actually uh, he says good thought would confirm it to the upper part in the lower part my suggestion would be they know of the possible overpopulation of planet earth and that's the intention my guess they are there they are steering the population yeah oh and here's another response uh this is with regard to the recent podcast uh, titled uh, defense department reopens case on 2019 west coast pyramid ufo sighting uh, uh, KJ st uh, stated, it consistently drives me nuts how debunkers will tear apart videos and photos grasping onto any other possible solution that barely fits without, without any consideration to the credibility of the eyewitnesses. That is a huge blind spot. They decided this video was bokeh and moved on, so it's amusing that it's being reconsidered by Arrow. So yeah, that what we're talking you know, on that in that podcast, I was talking about that pyramid UFO that was seen over the warships and two, 2019 and how 
the defense department's now going to look at it again and and arrow's going to be looking at this again and and reconsidering it and trying to determine what these objects were there was a lot of people in the a lot of the bunkers out there like uh video game programmer mick west who claimed that those that those pyramid objects were actually stars or or planes or whatever something that was uh prosaic and and uh and that the 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 effect and the, the they were triangular because of the uh the aperture in the cameras so yeah they, they always they, they, the the debunkers never ever they for one thing you one thing you have to notice about the bunkers they'll st- they, they will not touch the really good uh ufo incidents and, and alien encounters they won't touch those things with 10 feet 10 foot poles because they know they're going to you know, they they try to stay away from things. For instance, like the aerial school incident, because they really don't have. How could they? I mean, they tried try sometimes, but they come off so ridiculous. They sound even more ridiculous than the than the concept of an extra of an extraterrestrial presence that or that extraterrestrials were responsible. So they'll stay away from certain things. But see, this is easier for anybody. I mean, we really don't know. I mean, the bottom line is, how do we know what that is? We can't say with absolute one hundred percent certainty that the objects seen over those ships were extraterrestrial i don't see how that's possible so and 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 debunkers know that right they know that so that's why it's so easy for them to just say whatever they want because they as far as they they're concerned they know to know it's going to be how could you ever prove otherwise so at the same time there are some other uh ufo it's where, where the pictures are very clear they'll just say those are fake then you know when, when it's really when it's unclear like the pyramids over the warships okay uh, this is a bokeh effect when it's something like the mcminnville ufo well that must be a fake that's how the debunkers operate uh and then here yeah this is another uh, on that's with the, with regard to that same uh with regard to that same uh podcast king fool on YouTube stated this is one video I've gone back and forth back and forth on a lot it's definitely one or one of the more controversial pieces of footage I remember a video back in the 90s shot on a camcorder that showed a diamond-shaped UFO over the skies in the UK further investigations revealed it was indeed a bokeh effect as the camera zoomed in I don't recall what if any object was a subject of curiosity for the person filming or they had simply meant to dupe and fake a UFO sighting so I have to admit this is what I thought this was at first glance, albeit this time causing a pyramid shape effect. The things we can know for sure is it's a legit piece of footage filmed by the U.S. Navy from a warship. And regardless if a bokeh effect is happening, there is a craft, pyramid shaped or not, flying above the warship that couldn't be identified. Any domestic, international, civilian or military craft would soon be identified, yet these, to our knowledge, could not be. This one truly has me changing my mind on again and again, uh, changing my mind again and again. The flashing bothers me. It it flashes like a terrestrial craft would. But then why wouldn't it be identified? Why couldn't it be identified? This definitely is one I'd like to get more information on, like the corresponding radar data. Surely that holds the key to this mystery. So, yeah, I mean, I mean, I guess I guess you got to say this. I mean, even if they do get the radar data, I mean, and they show that there's objects there, are they still going to be able to identify them? I I don't know. I mean, we'll never know. I I don't think we could ever possibly know what those pyramids were. I mean, we'll never know if it was extraterrestrials, if it was drones from China. I just don't see how we'll ever come to a 100% guaranteed conclusion. I just, in my mind, I I just don't see that happening. I just, I just, I don't believe it. I just don't see how, I don't see how you could. 
I don't see how you could. I don't think we're ever going to know. Like, there's some cases I don't think you're ever going to know. There are other cases. There's other uh, photographic evidence. Like I just stated before, like the McMinnville photo. I believe 100% that that was extraterrestrial. I, I don't think that those farmers lied at all. I completely believe the Trents, the uh, Evelyn and Paul Trent, who witnessed this thing. Paul Trent took two photos of it. I believe that. I believe that that, that picture of a flying saucer that was taken hovering over that uh, farm in uh, McMinnville, Oregon, back in 1950, was real. There are some pictures I look at that I think are real, and that's one of them. So, but not all of them. I mean, some of them you you just don't know when when they're shaped like that, though, like uh, something that's saucer shaped, right? For sure. Especially these older photos where it was hard to fake things like that. You know, when, before the days before CGI, it's just most you know it's most certainly uh, you know something from not not from here. Uh, and actually, some, some uh, researchers reached that conclusion. For instance, Bruce McAbee, the optical physicist from the Navy, reached a conclusion with the McMinnville photo that, uh, uh, that he believed it was something that was not made by mankind. I'm, I think that was like pretty close to a direct quote there. Uh, but uh, anyway, let's go. We're going to switch switch over to uh, to uh, some of the comments that I've been getting on Spotify. And uh, let's see here. Oh yeah, not only comments. I want to. I want to talk about the. Uh, there was a poll that I did on one of my recent podcasts. Avi Loeb, extraterrestrials might have created the universe. There's 30 votes on that poll already, and I asked this question: uh, Who or what created the universe? Uh, and I gave the, the the choices. Actually, it's a tie right now. Okay, God received nine votes as well as well uh, did other so both other and god each received nine votes extraterrestrials re- received se- okay and that that accounts for 30 percent okay because of the 30 votes extraterrestrials received seven votes or 23.3 percent and the big bang received five votes or 16.7 percent so god is in a tie right now with other as who as who or what created the universe now, of course, uh, that podcast was about Avi Loeb stating that uh, uh, the possibility that extraterrestrials might have been responsible for this entire universe in which we live. <clears throat> and, and that's a very mind-boggling uh, uh, concept to even consider. Uh, I, I think we should, like I, like I suggested during that episode, I think that we need to, uh, you know, just let's try to figure out what these aliens are first that are here and then worry about, you know, maybe maybe a million years or maybe you know a billion years from now maybe we'll start trying to figure out you know who who created this universe then i mean if you want to start questioning something like that then uh you know i just don't i don't see how you could ever i don't know i don't know how you'd ever get a, get an answer to that <clears throat> and i received some uh comments and that, that was actually where i received this the comment uh who, who uh, from b train who liked the rundown of the polls uh, and, but I received a comment from Fred, and he said and he's, he's he agreed with me. Uh, he said we should take it one step at a time. Let's take, let's get the rest of humanity on the same page. Uh, introduce the nut and bolt saucers first, something we can all agree on. Then explore consciousness and more abstract ideas. Yes, I totally I, I agree with that uh, sentiment. My, you know, that's most certainly. Um, so, yeah, I mean, we 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 can't be. Uh, I, I mean, as far as I'm concerned, I don't think that we need to be uh, worried about uh, uh, what these, you know, who created the, the, the universe. I mean, hey, 
you know, it's, there's nothing wrong with, hey, you believe God created the universe, that's fantastic. You know, if you want to believe extraterrestrials believe, did it somehow, well, whatever you believe in, that's fine. Okay. Anyway, and then there was another recent episode I did with regard to uh, this extraterrestrial that was photographed in 1967, allegedly. And the title of that podcast was Extraterrestrial Photographed After Exiting White Sphere. And I received some comments on that one. Uh, and the one uh, flip side oh one said why and he was talking about the picture and if anybody who who checked out that podcast knows that there was a picture in there uh, of this uh, looked like a you know some kind of a strange being uh, and and behind it was this white ball and 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 skeptics and and some debunkers were trying to say that no no it was just uh, like a one of like a, a a barbie doll with a different kind of doll head snapped into it and and it was uh and the suit the the metal looking the shiny metal suit was actually aluminum foil that was uh wrapped onto it and the and the and the white ball in the background was was just an egg now I, I didn't agree I don't agree with that I think I put I'm going out on a limb on this one I think that that picture was real I think that was really an extraterrestrial right and uh, flip side all one said <clears throat> uh, why wouldn't they say it's a baseball in the background it looks more like a baseball to me that's probably where the door to the craft is why and why would a 14 year old make this up bingo bingo totally why would a 14 year old kid make this up there's a kid named Ronnie Hill that was a kid who took the picture First, he said he saw basically a, a black hat, like look like a, a a strange craft that looked like a black hat flying around. Then some sort of a ball ca- sphere came out, a white sphere came out of it. He ran to his house to get the camera. It comes back out, and the white spheres landed. And, he, and and then this being comes walking out of it, and he was able to take a few pictures. Only one of the pictures turned out, and uh, it was shows that being. Now a lot of people. Uh, don't know whether it's real or not. I, uh, my belief, I believe it's real. Doesn't make me right, but I believe it's real. Uh, and then uh, N. Miller 88 on Spotify asked, asked me, is this similar to the being you saw when you were younger? Well, the fact of the matter is I never saw the being's face. I only saw its arm and hand because I was too afraid to look at its face. I, I avoided that at all costs. You have to remember the situation that I was in at that time in uh, 1977. I, you know, I wake up in the middle of the night. I'm sleeping in this attic, you know, and the light's on. The whole room's illuminated. We used to leave the light on a lot of, on the top of the steps. So I wake up and I, I wake up to this humming sound, this loud humming sound, this, right? And and I could see I was where I had this blue, very, th- it was in the summertime. I had this thin blue blanket covering my head and I could see there was something standing right by my bedside, right beside the bed. I could clearly see its arm and its and a hand. It had this hand that only had three fingers on it. And the fingers were like thick at the bottom the, and came to almost points at the tips. And it, w- and it was getting very, right over my head. I could see through the blanket. I could see it through the blanket, the arm. Right, and then it was shadowy in the background. There was something there. There was something standing right by the bed. I never pulled the blanket down to look at this thing. Now this lasted for twenty minutes, but I never looked at its face because I was too afraid. I thought it was the devil. I had no idea about it. Even if I would have thought it was aliens at the time, I I wouldn't have pulled the blanket down. But at that time, I didn't even know about extraterrestrials that they might be real, that they might be really coming here. I thought it was the devil or 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 demons that or demon. That's what I thought it was, and I was too afraid. And so I never got to see its face, so I don't know. I don't know what it was, but I do know somebody who uh, saw, yeah, like those, there was those blue creatures that were described by uh, Whitley Strieber. Whitley Strieber, I always mix up, uh, make a mistake on how to pronounce his last name. He described in communion the seeing these blue beings uh, 
and and I know somebody who encountered one of these blue beings, and when that person looked at that picture, that person said that that's very similar to the blue being that uh, this person saw when that person was a kid. So uh, I, I I think that I think this thing was real. I, I don't think that kid made that that up. Hey, but then again, doesn't mean I'm right about this one. It does not mean I'm right. But again, I don't know regarding N. Miller's question. I don't know. I mean, we don't. We can't really see in the picture here. For one thing, you can't even see the the, the hands or the fingers. It's holding some sort of an object in its hand. It had, the being that uh, Ronnie Hill took the picture of had some sort of a funnel that that it put near the ground and then picked back up again. And and in the other hand, you could barely see it. You, you could. Uh, it looks like it might have two fingers, but it, I don't know if it's if the thing I saw was was. I don't know. I can't tell. You can't tell from this. I don't know. I mean, and then again, there's a, there's a lot of different kinds of aliens out there. Who knows what variety showed up in my bedroom that night? It, it was of some variety, but I don't know. The variety, it only has three fingers on its head. Uh, so, I don't know. I don't know the answer to that. Okay, let's go find some other uh, comments here, some more recent comments. Okay, this was, uh, I did a podcast on uh, FBI muzzles Texas ranchers affected by cattle mutilations and Joshua Harder on Spotify commented what would they have us eat bugs plants are alive their problem is that animals have faces we won't eat it all and just die sounds like a great plan <laughs> I suggested in this podcast when I was talking about the cattle mutilation mystery I was talking about how it may what what, what might be happening what these cattle mutilations might be it might be a way of the of the aliens communicating with us like they're because of how we treat cattle I mean we basically slaughter them every single day uh, horribly and and then we eat them we we're all eating steak and hamburgers and and maybe the the aliens are just doing this to try to send a message to us to say hey see see they're just they're slaughtering these cattle too on a, on a on a somewhat regular basis in an effort to try to send the message to us to show us how horrible of the thing that we're doing here to try to get us to all become vegetarians of course this was I, I don't know if I'm right or not. I just was making that suggestion. I, I, who knows what it is? I mean, they could be using it themselves for, for food. They could be, you know, these cattle are drained of blood. Some of these aliens seem like they're based, they're, they're, they're uh, insectoids, and maybe they live on blood, and that's why they're doing it. We don't, we have no idea. They are, I believe extraterrestrials are responsible for catamulations, but the purpose behind it, we just, we just don't know. We can only speculate. And one of my ideas was, yeah, we, uh, you know, maybe they're trying to send us a message that maybe we need to, you know, stop killing in, you know, these friendly animals. That was just, uh, doesn't make me right either. That one doesn't make me right. Okay, let's see another Spotify uh, comment here. Um, the problem with, uh, somebody actually commented here, Kyle James uh, Meller, 1990, in in the uh, on Spotify, commented that, that uh, with regard to, to a different uh, podcast I did called "The Problem with UFOs Captured on Film and Video," and I, I mentioned I was talking about cattle mutilations a little bit there too. He says, uh, "But no, I actually I wasn't. I was not talking about cattle. Mutilations. He had a, he had to come here because he, you can only comment once on Spotify for one for each podcast. So he had a he wanted he had another comment he had from the pre from the uh, from the next podcast about cattle mutilations and he brought it here and he wrote, I know why the cows are mutilated. How to write it here has already replied before. Earth's poisoned. That's why they take the the mouth, tongue, stomach, anus. These are why this is where the cancers form. They know. So basically, he's suggesting that uh, the 
the, the, the aliens are studying this, the cattle, because the earth is poisoned and they're, I don't know, maybe they're trying to help us. I don't know. Could be. You know, could be. They're trying to determine how poisoned the earth is. Maybe they're trying to determine how poisoned the earth is because uh, they want to make sure it's all cleaned up before they finally uh, take o- the before the complete takeover and they boot us, boot us out of here. I mean, who knows? Again, all of this is all pure speculation. And uh, I love getting any comments. I mean, there's so many great comments uh, from on YouTube and and uh, and uh, and on Spotify. Um, but uh, you know, we just don't know. And here, okay, you're going switching back over to YouTube now. I received a comment, and this is on that Avi Loeb podcast where extraterrestrials might have created the universe. And I received a comment here from Ned. And he's talking about Avi Loeb. He says, obviously, he's an intelligent man, but this is just too much to consider, really. He does have a good imagination, though I have to, ad- though I have to admit that. So, so then where did those ETs come from? Who created their universe? It's beyond the human mind. We'll never know, man. That's all I know, no matter how brainy you are. As you say, if ETs are watching, they are definitely thinking, what the WTF is going on with this lot? This species is are, is crazy. They're they're off the charts. They blow each other up and they destroy their only home. It's like a suicide mission. And for what? Most of us don't live past eighty. I'm fifty three, and I find myself asking the same questions: What it's all about? How did I get here? How did it all start? There must have been something there before the Big Bang, was there? How? Oh, my head just exploded. Anyway, great show, Jim, as always. Well, thank you very much, Ned. Yes, yes, that's how I am, too. I mean, I think that that's the whole idea behind... I want to say something about the podcast here. The whole idea behind this podcast... I mean, most people are... I mean, a lot of UFO shows, are, they're, they're, this is more informal. I mean, this is the way regular... I, I, I'm just a regular person out there talking about this who's very interested in this, who has certain ideas and thoughts and concepts. Somebody who wants answers, wants the government to stop lying because I just know that they are. I know that they're keeping secrets uh, from the world. And that's... that's. I think other people out there uh, think this way the same way I am, I do too. And that's why that's what I'm doing. I'm not some polished... Uh, uh, you know, somebody you hear a lot of like. There's a lot of podcasters out there, and they have, all have good shows. You know, uh, I listen to different people. On there's this guy on S- Simon Bone uh, from from the UK, I believe. He has a, a British accent, very polished, well pres- uh, well show on on Spotify. Very interesting stuff. A lot of people like that. There, it's more. This is not like that. This is more. I don't know. Just the regular old dude out there talking about this, uh, and. And I think that's that's the kind of comments I'm receiving. I see. It's just it's all about uh, being completely open about it and not. It, there's there is, while there is some preparation before I do this. For the most part, it's 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 just me. Uh, stream of consciousness. I mean, this is not. They're, they're, I'm not sitting here with the script. I'm, of course, like I, t- you know, I do it. Read from articles and I present some uh, videos and things like that sometimes. But for the most part, this is all stream of consciousness. I mean, it's a lot of things I'm talking about. It's things that we all think about with regard to this whole phenomenon. It, you know, and that's and they, and and you know, a lot of people are like-minded. Like Ned's comment here, it's like-minded. Like, and I think that's how a lot of us are out there thinking. Like, like we hear people talking about this, but they're never really talking about it in com- with with a complete, open, tr- uh, truthful manner. Like the that that's the issue uh, for me. Like I, I I mean, instead of like. You know, when there are things I'm not sure about, of course I'll state that. But the reality is, there's an extraterrestrial presence here, and we're just pretending that it's not. The human race 
for the most part, is pretending that it's not. And even some of the best UFO investigators out there sometimes pretend that they're not, they're not sure. You know, they don't know for sure. You know, I heard like Nick Pope the one day on an interview. He's not sure. Well, what are you talking about? Not sure. We're not sure. I mean, you've been studying this, haven't you, Nick? Um, yeah. So there's just a lot of. Uh, I, to me and then there's other people though there are other people out there who just who, who know that there's something going on like uh, that's why I, I love listening to people like Richard Dolan I love listening to Preston Dennett there's, and among some other researchers right they know that there's something going on here they're not dummies and they're not going to act like they're not going to act stupid over this they know that there's an extraterrestrial presence here there is and, and we all know that the government's lying to everybody but it's you know we and we we just want more information. We want to know what they know. That's it. I mean, of course, like I always say, this we don't need to know what they've learned in their reverse engineering. You know, we don't need to know the details, right? The what well, we want to know uh, what they know. How many beings do they think are coming here? Do they have any idea what what they're up to? There's things that we should know that we 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 deserve to know, and we put people in power. We put these people in power, right? And they. And what do they do? That's an abuse of power, as far as I'm concerned. That's abuse of power, because if you if you put people in power to to serve you, to serve the people, and then and then they then something happens like this. This incredible, they're presented with this the the incredible uh, facts that there's extraterrestrial presence here, and they keep it a secret for over seventy five years now. That that's that's not serving the people. That's that's treating the people like dirt. It's time that we get over this. And I, and I feel like the people, the audience that I've been building on my uh, podcast, the, I, think that, I think the kind of people that are listening to this kind of show are the, the people that think are thinking the same way I am. And they're sick of it. They're sick of it. I'm sick of it. Uh, and here I got a disagreement recently. And this is on another podcast I did. Uh, this is from Oreste Fafak. And he, this was in the podcast, uh, and this is on YouTube, the UFO control group selfish, selfish, uh, yeah, UFO control group selfishly clutches onto extraterrestrial secrets. And he says here, for once, I disagree with you, Jim. Sure, I want the truth to come out, but I don't think the control group should be pardoned. In fact, I think they should be prosecuted. Now, <laughs> I'll read the rest of his comment here in a second. Now, of course, I was saying during that uh, during that podcast that I've, st- <laughs> I've stated this before. You know, once the truth comes out, I'm not. I, I don't. I, this is just my opinion. Uh, I know it's definitely not the opinion of everybody. Of course, like arrest uh, says here, right? I, I think that you know we should just move on. Forget about filing lawsuits against the people that would holding on to these secrets for all these years. Forget about that. Let's just move forward, right? Let's just move forward. But some people don't don't agree with that. Uh, in fact, like Oreste here says, it says, in other words, I don't think the, the carrot w- uh, works better than the stick. These guys have been hiding the most important news for humanity, from humanity, and from presidents and elected members of parliaments. And I think this is a crime, a big one. Have we seen any attempt from them to come clean? Nope. The opposite, it seems. So the truth will come out anyway, sooner or later. Not from them. And when it does, let a trial begin, Nuremberg style. UN run it, maybe. Trials serve a purpose, not only to condemn, but to make sure the public, well, the world knows and makes makes it a symbol for a future reference. I just commented back to him saying, yeah, maybe I'm uh, being too soft on this group. Well, you know, again, that this is why, and this is the thing. <laughs> I'd rather just move forward because... Um, and forget about this stuff because, uh, uh, you know, I, 
because it's going to make to me right that's probably one of the reasons why they're still not wanting to come clean you know and that's why just hey don't worry about it we're not gonna we're not gonna hold you we're not gonna complain too much after you after you finally come clean and for one thing right whoever authorized this right those people that person or persons are probably long gone this has this has to be going on for like uh you know it's been going on for over 75 years but where did the initial authorization come that apparently put control of this whole issue into the hands of of uh, private groups like weapons manufacturers right like who who established this what what kind of documentation w w provided this authority see i know what's going to happen right there, there has to be it's going to when when, it finally, when the truth finally does come out they're going to have some documentation that says hey we were doing this because we felt it was an issue of national security uh and that's what the, that's what and all countries are going to say any country that comes out is going to say this was national security we had to keep this quiet from you guys for all this time because we just didn't know what these beings were up to and we needed to study this privately. We and they could say stuff like, "Well, and if we did come out with this information, we weren't sure. We we weren't sure exactly what would happen. Like if we were, to, if governments of the world were all to come out at, at, and say, hey, uh, there's extraterrestrial presence here, and we don't know what they're up to,' that might cause the extraterrestrial presence to to go and to take some action. I've I've actually heard. I think Lou Elizondo made a statement to that effect." Like there's no, it's unclear on what might happen. Like once the once governments finally admit to the truth, do the extraterrestrials do something then? Do all the next day we wake up and we're looking out, everyone's looking outside and it's like Independence Day with giant crap motherships hovering over, uh, you know, uh, eighty five percent of the globe. I mean, well, what happens? I mean, does some, is there any fears to, to to that effect? There could be. We don't know. I mean, there might be. I, I said this before. I hate saying this. I hate. I hate this possibility. The possibility that that just because people like me and you are all sitting here crying about we want to get to the we want to get over this hill already and we want the uh, the governments to come clean on on the on the extraterrestrial reality, uh, we might be wrong and not know it. Even though, despite I don't think I, 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 no matter what, I don't think we're wrong. But from their point of view, they might think to themselves. We can't do it no matter how much they cry about it because we just can't do it because of this reason, a reason we're not aware of. I don't know. But anyway, you know, I'm going to try to do more podcasts on a regular basis. This is just a small sampling of different comments I received from people. I've received a lot of comments, and I want to say I really do appreciate the people who uh, are who become member who become followers and and uh, subscribers i got a lot of followers my followers can continue to grow on spotify and i really appreciate it and my subscribers on youtube continues to grow it's been a slow over the last couple of years but it's you know it, you know more and more uh, i get more people and i do appreciate you know when people give me uh you know the only thing i could request is like on people on spotify if you're someone who follows me on uh, now it's, i'm available my podcast is available on it's on 10 different platforms but the main one is through spotify uh i i uh my the main my host is spotify for podcasters so if you are listening to me on spotify i, I would really appreciate if you could give me uh, a vote on the uh app that's on the phone on your phones and uh and if you're listening to me on youtube i will you know please subscribe to my channel and uh i, I don't I, I don't usually say these things but i'm saying it today because uh i'm talking to the the people who listen to me and i'm just trying to you know 
I appreciate that stuff. I just want to let you know when you guys do things like that and give me thumbs up and and follow me and stuff like that, it, it is very much appreciated, and I thank it, and I very I, I thank you very much for it. Anyway, until next time. <laughs>